episode 559, September 20th, 2021. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. A great show. Listening to The Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to The Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you get The Robin Joe Show. I've got with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they Please, secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hard day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. I'm sitting next to a man that has that post- Ravens, Lamar Jackson, oh, amazing man. win, glow. Yeah, no, that that made me feel good. I, hey, I had a bunch of tweets. Did you see those? Yeah, you did uh, well about not being able to sleep and all that stuff. Yeah, which is, all that was true. Yeah, but I was so euphoric that how I could, just, how could you sleep? Hey, I have a a friend, uh, Ron. You don't even know him, which is weird that I would yeah. have a friend that I text regularly you, uh, that you don't know. Wait a minute, are you keeping him from me? No, I don't see him very often, but. Uh, he was my boss when I was growing up. When I was in uh, high school and college, he was my boss at the shoe store. Wow, you're I, still hanging out with this guy. Not hanging out with him, but we talk. We, he's a big Ravens fan, okay? But he's very much like our friend Tim in terms of his fandom. Mm. Here's his uh, Here's his text to me after the... the uh, they upset the Chiefs in a huge game last night. But this Sunday is night. after the, the um, Raiders, Raiders game. game, right? So we, yeah. So the first thing he says is, guaranteed the Raiders will lay down versus the Steelers this week. So that's okay. what he said. Then I never said anything about that. Then when Lamar Jackson threw the pick six, he sent, he sent me an emoji of a clown. Okay. <laughs> I go, give him a minute, right? Yeah. And then he goes, you can't spot them seven. I go, except it's tied. Yeah. Okay. Then he goes, bro, they will get destroyed tonight. Here's what I go. I go, I'm not saying you're wrong, but they are having no trouble moving the, fit, the football. That's okay. That's our conversation. After the game, nothing. He only <laughs> he only sends me stuff uh, when bad things are happening, and then I get nothing. So I go nothing. That's it. Only when they play badly. So that's it. Today he goes. I went to bed. Couldn't stand to watch anymore. I seen they lucked out as Kansas City was driving for the winning. Wow, field he goal. is like Tim. He's exactly like Tim. How do you? You have two of these guys in your life. By the way, the Raiders didn't lay down. They actually beat the Steelers, right. which is good for the Ravens. And it's not luck when your first-round draft pick forces a fumble on their star running yeah. back. It's not – you didn't luck out. Yeah, Sorry, Robbie, that I started this on And sports. recovered it. It's not yeah. luck. It's not. No. When Patrick Mahomes throws a touchdown – I mean, I'm sorry, when he throws an interception, you didn't get lucky. You didn't. No, it didn't you, bounce off Kelsey's hands into you, the, the the Ravens. Your defensive player had him going down to the ground. He yes. had to make an off-balance throw. By the way, when Tavon Young intercepted, he got nailed by Kelsey, held yes. on to the ball. Come on. I mean, All this right. is... I hate to interrupt, but Mac has an important question in chat. Oh, God. Go ahead. Oh, it says, is this the shoe... <laughs> is this the shoe store that Joe worked at where he had sex with a co-worker in his car? That is true. That's the exact shoe store. Now, did I'll, Ron think that was going to go well? Uh, Ron, hey, on that? let me tell you when that was. I yeah. actually was working in my, I had started my career. Okay. Your career? Yes. Yeah. I was done selling shoes, and I said, well, that's back when I was selling electronic components, yeah. right, or semiconductors. Yeah, we get it. And You're a big deal. For part-time work, I was like, hey, I'll help out my friend. And the assistant manager was that girl. The girl that I inevitably had um, sexual intercourse Have with. Have you found her on Facebook and in Instagram? Uh, uh, no. In the Tercel. In the Tercel, yeah. Yeah. In the Tercel, <laughs> that's 100% true. How many times have you had sex in a car? Oh, I think. I mean, how do you define sex? All right. Uh, just uh, some. 
right. Someone Does is the, playing with my butthole. There was no. some genital touching. Okay, oh, in a car? Yeah, uh, yeah. A hundred, no lot. Yeah, how many different cars? I mean, not too many different cars. I haven't okay. owned that many different cars. Right, but it could be the girl's car. I mean, but I haven't had you never se- had sex in an outside car, and the car is not yours. <laughs> yeah, no, that's happened. Yeah, sure, okay, but most of the time not. Right. Yeah, most of the time it's my it's my car. Are you past? Not recently. I right, say. right. You're. What are you done with? You're done with car sex. Yeah, I, I, I never want to have sex in a car right. again. You can't foresee that happening. No, I'd be like, well, like let's... you're on a road trip and you're just some song comes on. You and Katie are just so I don't see this that. New Taylor Swift has just got you going. I don't see that happening. Um, and I, but I also look. Who knows? Maybe one night she gets drunk or whatever. But then she's still going to be like, well, let's go at, into the room, into the actual room. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how that would even work out. If it she's wouldn't. drunk, or I mean, you would get home. Yeah. Anyway, Robbie, car sex. Oh, mm, no, I don't. Yeah, once or twice. It wasn't. You, a, it wasn't uh, a regular thing for me. But you're Ma- more you're, making out, and you know. But you're done with car sex the rest of your life. If you had a guess, you'll never have sex in a car again the rest of your life. Correct? No, I won't rule it out. Okay. So if you had his bat right now, you would say yes. It would happen. No, it's about it's at fifty fifty. I think. Okay, no, that's high. It yeah. is, but I I wouldn't I would never rule it out. But what do you mean sex? What about like roadhead? There yeah, I'm counting that. I'm just, okay because so I've I've still... made out in a car and you know and just had a little bit of you know touchy feely not that long mean? ago. Oh really? Not that like today? No, not today. No. Okay. <laughs> what got touched? <laughs> Stuff on you, stuff on her. Both, both, both yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Up top and down low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're still down in, low. Geez. Wow, you're still in the uh, frisky car phase of your life. That's impressive, Robbie. Hey, way to go, Robbie. What yeah. about public outdoor sex? I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm never having public outdoor. I, sex. I agree. Oh, wait, that's not true. If Katie and I were at the beach at Ocean City, yeah, at night on at the beach, night, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, they have those. Uh, they have those. Uh, Things where they sell the lawn, the uh, umbrellas out of. Yeah. Every once in a while, you can kind of squeeze in there. Well, Katie and I have done that before. Okay. That's not recently. Robbie, that's still in play. I. That one would be tough, but again, I wouldn't rule it out. I put that one at about thirty okay. seventy. But also, I don't think I'd do that because now I, you know, we just go back to the place. Right. What about a uh, airplane? Mm-mm. I never would. Too no. scared. No. Me, me, right. me either. Because you, right. you get arrested. Really? Well, they're not. I'd be too embarrassed to go into the thing because they know you're in there. They, you're oh, there. no, I wouldn't do it. It just seems. But then if there's like a blanket or something and you're, you know, I, I don't, you know. Well, I don't the only be that way guy. you do that is with a stranger. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. I'm. You don't know. What, Katie dies? I, yeah, of course. Um, But you're not doing that with your wife. Yeah, that's a situation where, oh. Something just is happening organically that will never this. We cannot replace this moment in time. I'm telling it doesn't you, happen now. It's never happening. This is the truth. Katie dies. Is this right? In this scenario, she's dead. She could just leave you. Katie leaves me. Why does she have to be dead? I don't know. I just assumed she would leave me. You gained 300 pounds. And she's like, I'm, I'm close. Yeah. So. So, um, no, I still wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. It, I, I'd be like, can you just relax? We're going to land soon. We'll have sex then. No, you won't. Why would you think that? This could you're in a situation, you're on a plane, you're two broken hearted people, you're you have a few drinks, you're complaining, you're bitching about how things went wrong, and you, you just you know when you feel that like it could happen. You know, oh, oh I'm just talking to a str- I'm talking to somebody yes. I just about on the plane. Yes. Oh, I and when they you. land, it's different. Now you're back on ground. You're back in real life, reality. So it's gotta be a the red plane is a metaphor. It's gotta be the red eye. Okay. Can't be the middle of the day. No, of course not. People are asleep. The lights are off. I have to be in the back row. Yes. It's very convenient. I don't see this scenario happening. I see it happening. I'm not saying <laughs> it will happen, but I'm saying if the stars aligned, I'm just you, but you have the instincts to know that we're having sex on this plane or we land and we never see each other. Yeah. Anymore. I don't have it in me. I, I just, I don't think I'm that guy anymore. And Robbie. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I I'm think... reading texts. Texts? Yeah, no. Max says, odds Katie dies before Joe. It's got to be 1%. <laughs> uh, less than 1%. <laughs> Let me see. 20 years younger, takes better care of herself. 
What was Make the question, Rob? I said, are you, you're a single guy. Yes. The opportunity presents itself for airplane sex. Yeah. Are I, you, you're I, still willing to go through I think through I would it? be very reluctant on okay. a plane. Yeah, what about you? You act like this is just a no-brainer. 100% yes. You are? I'm all about the story. By the way, they don't even. I'm more attracted to the story than the I woman. hear what you're saying. But, you know, they don't have blankets anymore on planes. I'm not doing it to have a wonderful experience i'm doing it to say well what do you get what i mean what what do you get in your jacket out you're getting a hand job like how's i don't understand you can't just mount this girl i I, i'm intrigued by figuring it out if it's awful then that's funny to me every scenario if we get caught that's hilarious if it's great it's great if it's just awkward it's funny yeah funny but i can we can make but you can get get out of that you get arrested i can talk my way you can yes how do you talk yourself out of it Really? She's going to have sex with me? Have you seen me? Come on, officer. <laughs> hey, I, I, get out I've never told this story before. When I was dating my girlfriend in college, we were in her dorm room, and we were having sex, and her roommate walked in on us. Oh. Tamika. That was the name of the... the, the That's the, Tawanda's sister's name. It did is? You, yeah. Did I she join was, in? Did she go to university? No, she was disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> She was disgusted. It was a big deal. That's the big difference between joining in. It was a big deal, you know. And she, yeah, she left in disgust. I had to apologize to her yeah. and everything. Yeah, yes. What's the uh, chat saying? Rob is all about his craft. Wow, that's one thing. Awful sex is funny. Rob must have lots of material. Okay, that's good. I make a joke at my expense. They pile uh, on. Thanks, Joe or Joe. You're listening. Yes, to awful the- sex is hilarious. Or Joe, you're listening to the Ravens game on the radio, and Lamar converts a fourth down. You're all hyped up. You're saying you're not going to do it. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. If I'm watching the game, I'm not in my car. Hmm. And if I'm watching the game, I'm not on a plane. Come on. What, what are we talking don't about? Don't masturbate in that situation. Max says, note to self, don't go to Ocean City and do a night beach walk <laughs> when Joe is there. <laughs> Come on, man. Those cigars. Well, welcome. We've been off for two weeks. Um, eventful two weeks for the Ravens. Heartbreaking loss, amazing victory. Yeah. All things considered, one and one were, were they, the odds where they were going to be. Right where you thought they were yeah. going to be, for sure. It's funny. Keith Mills said to me, he goes, you know what? I thought they'd lose to the Raiders and beat the Chiefs. That's what he said. This is better. And he said, that's, I, I said, well, yeah, that's great. But in order for that to happen, they have to lose to the Raiders. And now here we are. We're yeah. either one and one yeah. or 0 and 2. But he ended up being right. Um, so before the show tonight, Robbie, I went out to dinner with one Joe Robinson and one Gramps. Oh, we went. We went to Hellas. I was so going to say, did you go to Hellas? Well, okay, I should have asked you that place. first. Yeah, and I I was the one that said it because there really isn't a whole lot of places that close. Although I heard there's a new place that's close by. It's not interesting, but. Dad did say, he said, hey, what time are we? And I said, well, I'll meet you at Hell's at 530. Okay. This was about uh, 2 p.m. Earlier than that. I'm going to, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? Today. It was today. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to ask Robbie some questions here. We'll we'll go. What did did he think? What did he think Gramps did? So you texted the two of us. First question, Robbie. Did Gramps realize that he was on a group text with myself and Joe? Of course not. Okay. You are correct. So, Joe texts Gramps and I to confirm 5.30. I have the time. 5.30 at Hell's. That was at 11.35. You were correct. Rob says sure. Now, he didn't know Rob was on the text, but I guess he thought I said 5.30 p.m. at Hell's, and then I also said sure to myself. (laughs) I don't know. It's very possible. Then he said, will you you pick me up or do I meet you there? Now, the the ride to Hell is to his house is what? Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. Ten, eleven minutes. Yeah. So I said, can I meet you there? Because, you know, I work till five. Of course, he still said um, he still said, um, why didn't you pick me up? Right. But whatever. What time do you think Graham sexes to say that he's leaving? What time he's going to leave for this 10 minute 530 p.m. trip? Robbie. Four. Four sixteen. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to leave a little <laughs> after five. Just want to make sure we're good to go. Of course, we're confirming four hours later. Yeah. Right. Gramps Rob then says, get mad at this. Rob then says, I'll be there. I then say I won't be there till 530, which is yes. the earliest I can make it. He says, okay, once again, misses Rob's text. <laughs> 100% he's always going to be the first one there. What yes. does he text me there at? What does he text me at 526? Where are you guys? <laughs> I'm here waiting at the door. 
I what go, do I do? I go, get a table. What are you he doing? Said, yeah. what do I do? Yeah. Yes, get a table. So then when I show up, he was standing there talking to a, a, a woman, and oh, yeah. he did not yeah, get hold a table. On, hold on, Robbie. <laughs> guess what event was happening at Hella's later tonight? Karaoke. Nope. Good guess. No, funnier. We need a funnier answer. Oh. Think about our lives. I don't know. Murder mystery. Oh, you're <laughs> shitting me. No. At a Greek restaurant. Perfect. And Joe talked to the woman who was running it, right? Yeah. yeah and I didn't want to be that guy, but right. I was like, oh, you guys have that? I, and I go, I go, we're, we're a little bit different. We do, we do theater shows probably infrequently. You probably do restaurants frequently. That, yes. That's what we do. She goes, oh, no, no, we do theater shows. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah. oh, where have you done them? She's like, the Chesapeake Center for the Performing Arts. Like, I didn't hear. I didn't know any of the right. places that she said, but she was... She was about, I would say she's old, but she's probably my age, but. Nice. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. Do you, uh, did the, when the server came over, was, did Gramps say anything to her before hitting on her? Because you know he's going to hit on her. No, he said nothing. He immediately hit on her. Correct. Exactly, yes. He couldn't wait to, to, to do that, me to cringe, and then him to tell me that I'm an idiot. She right. liked it. Does, then, does he know this waitress? Has she waited on him no, before? No, <laughs> And then true or false, then it, did, did he then playfully chastise her for not commenting on how cute he also was? Of course he did. Yes, he did. Yep, yep you, you nailed it. Now, the final question. Uh, we each just ordered a regular dish. I, I of course, got two beers. Graham's got one. What was the uh, check situation? You mean in terms of the overall total? Who picked up what? Was it a split check? Did somebody offer? Did somebody offer then insist? Just no. Break, break down how you Joe, went. Um, Graham said, Joe, you're going to pay for this? No, he didn't. He didn't. Gramps paid for Gramps it. Gramps paid. Wow. He Excellent. stepped up. And, and that's actually like that a big deal. of me. And thank yeah. you, Gramps. Very kind of you. That's a big step for my dad because he does not like to pay. And also that's tough because... He only got an appetizer, and you and I both got meals, and you had a drink. You follow what I'm saying? So, yeah. Now, but the Hellas check wasn't that big. No, but either way, that is that's a big move for him to do that. So he normally did, he went and grabbed it and said, "I'm paying." He insisted. Yeah. He did. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Now that's good. Yeah. Although right across the street is Libations, and he won't go there because it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Now, like three times as much as Hellas. I will tell another Graham story. I think he's okay with this. He is a church friend, right, Joe? Oh, yes, that's yes. right. He met a, 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 he has a church friend, and this guy wants... He's 80 years old. ...to go out to lunch with him, and we always want Gramps to do things. But I believe in this case, Gramps' reasons for not wanting to do yes. this Robbie, are actually legitimate. Yeah, Robbie, guess this. Why, what is his reason? Yeah, why doesn't he want to go out with this... It's a legitimate reason, I This think. church friend. <laughs> um, he has to pick him up. He doesn't drive. No, it involves somebody to do with just their ability to have a conversation. He's boring. <laughs> he he doesn't know that because he can't hear him. He can't hear a uh, word. He's a he's low saying. talker. Oh. Yes. My dad just shakes his head and uh, affirmatively <laughs> oh, to yeah. him. If, if dad can't hear the conversation, he doesn't want to be there. You can get away with that at church, but not on a one-on-one -on -one lunch. You need to actually be able to hear each other. Hey, real quick. It's a good day for Gramps. Max says in chat. Tamika talking to her friends afterwards. Girls, all I saw was a hairy ass and a weak chin. I do not have a hairy ass. I may have a weak chin, but I do not have a hairy ass. Doesn't run in the Robinson family. Hmm. Hey, Matt Guest, the guy can't hear. Oh, no, no, no. The guy can't hear, but the guy is my father. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I mean, I get if you're it. 80, you have to speak loudly, right? Hey, I can't hear you anymore, Rob. Um, Here's what I need to do. When you, I don't want to keep saying what because it's. It, it makes me feel uncomfortable. So let's just text each other when we're <laughs> when we're at the table together. When we're on doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, is that is that something we could do? Uh, so thank you, Gramps. It was it was a very enjoyable time. And Rob and I also have some uh, big Patreon news um, coming up. Oh, Rob Robbie has some big Patreon news. So uh, whenever the next Patreon yeah. occurs, that's going to be a, a sweet sweet we episode. Did, uh, yeah, we did tease something on our last live episode that we talked about on the patreon that we have an answer for that we said that we would give on the main show yeah and that's now and of course everybody knows that now you want to be the one to reveal yes if you're tuning in to the purple power hour you will hear 
not my voice or Joe Robinson's no. voice. It's also not called the Purple Power Hour, correct? No, it's called something. Jimmy Smith, who's a a rave, a veteran cornerback on the Ravens. Yeah, he years. was a really, really good NFL football player. He's got he's got a Super Bowl ring, and yes, uh, had a great career by uh, any any account. He also hasn't played in the first two games due to injury. He's breaking down, but um, he. Uh, Kirk and Marianne talked to him about the game that was played. So they're probably talking to him as we speak. Yeah, it's not a uh, live in, in terms of a live venue situation, but they have a sponsor that makes sense. So, so I guess hey, it's okay because we have something else in the in, brewing. Yeah, which is a lot bigger than than the it's, purple power. In every Guys, metric, it's better. So no purple power, which. Is uh you know it, it's not the end of the world. All right, speaking of my father, we actually he was a big he doesn't know this, but he was a big uh, a topic on ninety eight rock. Yeah, this past was it Friday or Thursday or Friday? I can't remember. Um, because I just happened to be listening. I'm trying to remember what got us there. Oh, it was a do it yourself project. Yes, and it was called do it yourself DIY projects gone awry. And this is something that Gramps doesn't know about. He doesn't. I, but we've I, mentioned this on yeah. our podcast multiple times. We have. And and what I said on the air, and my dad was a big DIY guy because we talk about the coffee table here. Yes. That was made out of the um, neighbor's stolen siding. It's more siding. of an end table, I would call it. Okay. I would, it's gigantic. It's I mean, big, but it is a very large table, but it's more of an end table. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I didn't know know that that warranted a correction. It sits in between two chairs, right? I mean, whatever. That's fine. Whatever <laughs> you want to call classic it. Rock. I guess I could take a picture of it and people can argue <laughs> over what it is, but it's pretty big. <laughs> whatever. Um, so anyway, I'm um, distracted now by that unnecessary correction. Uh, we can get a picture of it, though, sure. It was a 307-foot home run, not 307. Yeah, and we could... changes the story completely. We can let the audience decide what they think it is. <laughs> whatever. Anyway... Um, Fucking Robbie. <laughs> but but he stole the neighbors. Um, um, he made furniture out of stolen stuff. Right, exactly. And I said, huh, I wonder if my neighbor is aware of this. And this is literally a, a 40-year crime? 1976. Okay. It's a long so time. So that's 45 years, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 45 years ago, my father stole this. <laughs> that means that, in, that whatever you end table, I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> Is 45 years old. So anyway, I was like, huh, I wonder if my neighbor knows this. Now, he also made the bar out of this, right, Robbie? And he also made the a TV stand. The TV stand. Now, Steve said that he thought he might have made the treehouse out now, of on, it. Hold on, hold on. Don't. Oh, you, did I give away too much? Yeah, yeah. You have kept in touch. I, I assume Steve was the child at the time. Yeah, he was younger. Than, he's a year younger than me. Okay. So you were both, you know, teenagers or I mean, what were you in, 76? No, teenagers. I was in the second grade. 76? I was. Yeah, okay. So you were, okay, so you are born in. He uh, was in the first grade. So you were both, you know, elementary school kids. That's the bicentennial. And somehow you've kept in touch? Yeah, I mean, he grew up across the street, went to high school, all the way through high school okay. together. Yeah, I mean, he all lives right. in Millersville. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we're not best friends, but I see him, I see gotcha. him usually once a year. He's like come that. to the murder mystery, Rob. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So this organically happens that you decide, let's call Steve. You're on with Marianne. Yeah, it's more like a Monday morning confession, right? Than but, it is. But you took a a horrible break that no one cared about, and you made it interesting. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. yes, thanks. Right. So you call Steve, and I believe we have the whole thing, right? Yeah, Robbie, Robbie can you play it? Joe Robinson has made a confession, a family confession. Yeah, it's really not my confession to give, right? I, 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 out him, I dimed out my father. Well, we uh, got him. Oh, we oh, got cool. him. Heck All yeah. right, so he's about to reveal to an, a former neighbor a confession. Or maybe find out if he knows it. I'll ask him, hey, Steve, how you doing, buddy? Joe, great to hear from you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Hey, I'm, I'm sure you were, were you already listening to 98 Rock? It's okay if you weren't. I was not. Okay. Well, we were talking about... Hi, I'm about, Marianne. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is Marianne, and Will Blake is who called you. What a do. Great. You're so, on the air. So we were talking about do-it-yourself projects gone awry, and <laughs> I was talking about my father being particularly handy, and I don't know if you knew, knew this, but I wanted to ask you if you did. Are you aware... Or do you remember that my father stole the siding that they were using to build yes. your 
Oh, you what? know this. Okay. I do remember this. Totally. Do you, do you remember what he built with it? Um, I think he built, did he build a tree house in your backyard with it? Well, there was a tree house in our backyard. No, they, that's, how much did he, how many square feet now, did he Now steal? that he mentions that, it may, they, it may very well be true that the tree house was also part oh, of this. Wow. But no. was there a bar downstairs? Did he build the bar downstairs out of it? Yeah, the yeah, bar. There was a bar, correct. The bar downstairs was made out of your house. But also, do you remember anything else? Um... Man, I gotta confess, those are the only two that came to mind. Yeah, the coffee table was also uh, in the TV end table. Let yeah. me say this: the coffee table still there. He's still using. <laughs> it's still there. Now, Steve, how did you find out that he still? Did he just tell you one night, or? Uh, yeah, I think it came up in conversation at one point. Yeah. And were you upset? Yeah, are you okay with it? I mean, I apologize. Yeah, I was okay with it. I was, so I don't know if you remember this, but the builder skipped out on us. Uh, we showed up, and it was like in the summer of 1976 with a full moving van, expecting to have a completed house, and it wasn't. Oh, my gosh. I, well, because your dad was <laughs> yeah. stealing the siding. I know why it wasn't completed. <laughs> they ran out of siding. Course, it's before the Internet. It's before my parents had, like, you know, gone through the process of having the house built, and they think the builder's building the house. So school ends, we pack up, we move, we show up, there's no house. We found out the builder was in jail and everything. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so Mr. Robinson was... had anything to do with that, but, uh, yeah. He was the least of your concerns. Your concerns exactly. were... Man, we could have gotten away with it scot-free uh, yeah. if I never had the said copper anything. Copper wires? You could have taken even more. Oh, man, I'm a, I, now I have regret. <laughs> could have built our... There's your DIY regret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're a good sport, Steve. I'm glad you guys didn't really care that much when, when you found out. Yeah, the house eventually got built. It got reassigned to a different builder. The house eventually got built. We moved in in October instead of uh, whatever it was, May, when we when we first showed up. And real quick, who who pays for the siding that was stolen by Joe's dad? Was that something that... <laughs> I know who did In the mix of all that, nobody ever knew that it disappeared. I think ah, that's, that's probably part that's... of the reason they got away with it. That's the key to steal when people are in the midst of a tragedy so that they can't <laughs> yes. be mad at that. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of the Robinson estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, roger that. Thanks, Steve. We All appreciate right, you calling. Thanks. Thanks, for, thanks for calling me, guys. Have All a good right. one. <laughs> See you, Steve. Thanks for calling. I know, what a good, what a nice guy. I know he's Thanks a nice guy. Thanks for calling guy. me to 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 make a joke out of you stealing my house. No, I remember he was a nice kid too, and of yeah. course, you know how shitty kids are. I remember he used to say, "Beg your pardon," and my <laughs> friend Larry Russo would be like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> Making fun of him for being polite. Is uh, can we get Gramps's comments here in chat, Robbie? He he says there was no neighbor, just a builder. God, he won't own him. He'll never like that. Like that didn't belong to those people. By the way, there's a lot of finders keepers. Right. You know, there's a lot of uh, lumber out in front of my house. I've paid for it. You know, they don't just go buy it and hope that you'll come. But that's a house they're having built. When I stole from them, I didn't know them yet. You can't really argue with that. Hold on. I'm trying to get chat up. We don't have it up, Robbie. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, God, what a typical Graham statement where Matt he doesn't take defense. any responsibility yes. for what he did. <laughs> I, I want to hear Mac's defense because Mac is like the defense attorney. Yes. That no matter what his client does or says, he has a reason for it. He's like, he'll, come, he'll defend him to, to, to the end of the world. He, uh, he makes that reference to the John Johnson story I told where I, you know, <laughs> anyway, but it wasn't that, uh, Anyway, he says Joe instantly instantly distances his sorry Joe instantly distancing himself from his loving father. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then oh, so I enough. think Graham's just repossessed abandoned materials finders keepers. <laughs> yeah, that's my father's argument too. <laughs> yep. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Tom Berenger, Kid in Play, and Jeremy Woodworth. Rob and Joe shall be right back. Jealousy, revenge, and a movie stunt gone horribly wrong. Hi, it's Justin from the 98 Rock Morning Show, and I'm not describing my weekend. I'm talking about the newest murder mystery from Die Laughing Productions, Halloween Who Done It. 
You've seen me play detective, a reality TV show judge, and even Marty McFly. Well, this time, I play M. Night Shyamalan-Domino-Lamanaloom, the world's most celebrated film director, working on his new horror project. When someone is killed on the movie set, I go from directing the actors and cameramen to directing a murder investigation. And as always, you can play a part in solving the crime too, and maybe even play one of the suspects. Be a part of the mayhem and hilarity for which Die Laughing Productions has become renowned. Halloween whodunit, don't miss it. Next performance, October 30th at Magooby's Joke House in Timonium. For tickets and more information, please visit DieLaughingProductions.com. Now, back to the Rob and Joe Show. Rob and Joe, it's Tom Arnold. Listen, fuckers. The world needs more podcasts. Those are my assholes. That, of course, Tom Arnold, yes. when uh, Jeremy paid $50 to have him. <laughs> Money well spent. Podcast. Well, we paid him 50 bucks to be on our show. So so what's this called? The Chiller Fest? Is that what this is called? He said that before because I remember us saying to Jeremy, hey, we need you for this um, Halloween murder mm-hmm. mystery. And he would go, I can't do it. I'll be a chiller. He will because it's October 29th to 31st. It's so. a big deal to him. Yeah. Chiller is. And, of course, I'll be doing stand-up on October 29th and the next day at McGooby's Joe House will be doing yeah. the Halloween murder, the Halloween whodunit. Man, it's a big deal. So at this event, I mean, these are some real names. You've got, well, Ronnie Cox. I, I look at him as the guy from uh, Deliverance, Beverly, Beverly and RoboCop, and and yeah, and yes. he's been in a lot of great movies. Right, right? Got, Ronnie Cox is one of the great American actors. Come on, yes, you've got Kid in play. Who I met, Kid, when I, the same time I met Dave Chappelle. At the Dayton Funny Bone. Is, they, is, they were, is Kid the one with the high hair? Yes, Kid okay. is the one that went into stand-up. And he was, I've never seen someone more drunk in my life than I saw him that night. On stage? No, no, he wasn't oh. on stage. They were both doing something separate, and they both showed up separately. They just had, or, or Dave Chappelle lives near Dayton. How many Kid and Play songs do you know? Um, I bet I know two. Yeah, I know yeah. one. Um, Jody Sweeten from Full House. Probably recognize her. Uh, let me see her. Hold on, because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I think she was the daughter. The I time, think. Or younger. Oh, is that? Oh, it was. It was the younger daughter. Yeah, yeah. By the way, why is she a chiller? Was she in a horror movie? I don't. I don't see a horror time. Because at least Ronnie Cox was in RoboCop. Well, which kid is... and play. They what? They were in house parties. That a horror <laughs> yeah. movie. The Mass <laughs> Reunion. Loretta Swift. Jamie Farr. Jeff Maxwell. How about Kevin Dillon? Johnny Drama on Entourage. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. By the way, I can't believe Robbie let you get away with saying Loretta Swift, but that's okay. Continue. Name? It's Swift, Swit. but that's okay. All right, Loretta Lynn. How about uh, Corbin Birdson and Tom Berenger? Oh, yeah, from Major League. Yes, Chelsea Ross, also Major League, and Skip Griparis. Who's Chelsea Ross? What was she, the owner? He. He's oh. the, the old-time pitcher. His name's Chelsea? Yeah, you, he's been in some things. Oh, yeah. He's been yeah. in a bunch of things. Yeah. yeah. How about, I don't know, Leave it to Beaver. How about anyone famous from that? How about Wally and the Beaver? Jeez, okay. how old are they now? I don't know. Jerry Mathers and Tony Dow. My friends uh, Todd and Taylor Leatherberry look just like um, Wally Cleaver. Uh, uh, yes, they do. Donna Derrico from uh, Baywatch fame. I assume. Here's the thing. They never show a current pick, or you'd never go. Right. Scott Bayo. Oh, yeah, he got in trouble for being too right-wing. Exactly. How about, the, I had a thing for her because I love the show The Fall Guy, Heather Thomas. Oh, yeah, Heather Thomas, yeah. super hot. Uh, I say all this because also at this is Jeremy Woodward. I couldn't find his name. <laughs> Did you find He's, it? You go, there's Harry Hamlin. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's at the bottom. It's it's There's a I guy looked- who played Jeffrey Voorhees. No, no. He played Alex Kenter in Jaws. His name is Jeffrey Ford. Yeah, he was oh. the kid who get killed. Yes. Oh, the kid on the, the raft? The, the, yeah, the Kenter boy. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you're right. I don't want to see that Kenter boy spill out all over this dock. Mackenzie Phillips? That's uh, that's the mayor who said that. One and day that's at a time. Uh, who I compared Robbie to, the mayor in Jaws. <laughs> John Ashton from... Oh, yeah, I know John Ashton. He was in Beverly Hills Cop, uh, right? Yep, and in Midnight Run. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed Gale. From Chow's playing Spaceballs. I don't know who that is. Yeah. 
Um, we keep going down. Yeah, there are a lot I'm of people still going down. There are a lot. Of, by the way, Robbie, other than Ronnie Cox, I mean, I guess Tom I would. Barringer's, yeah, Tom Berenger. I would have his Corbin Burns. Yeah, I would have. I would get their autograph. I well, guess it would be funny to have a Scott Bayo autograph. I, yes, I, I think I would get the Beeb's autograph. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah right. you know that yeah, show still yeah. holds up. It's still funny. Well, I haven't watched it, but I'm. I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic character. All right, but you you scroll down and I, did I miss him? Ronnie was Cox was in one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, RoboCop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, somewhere in here is um, he makes that guy pee, pee himself. Yes. Yeah. I had guaranteed military sale with ED two hundred nine renovation program spare parts for twenty five years. Who cares if it didn't work? Good line. But Jeremy Woodworth is on this. He. I, I don't think he's paid to be there. Is he on the poster? I couldn't find yes. him. I've, You're still scrolling around trying is. to find Okay, let me say it. Jeremy Werther is John Gacy. How far down do you have to go to get to him? Um, 90%. I'm just trying to see who's below him. Here are the people below uh, Jeremy, okay? Um, wow. Chris Restiva. Wait a minute. Dustin Warburton. And, Patrick uh, Warburton is who's that? That's somebody famous. That's right? the guy from uh, Seinfeld, Putty. Yes, these are the movies. Related, right? This is the people below Jeremy Woodworth, Dustin Warburton. He was in Barbara and the DJINN. I don't know what that is, but it's with Barbara Eden. Now Barbara Eden's not there. I'm pretty sure she's dead. Yeah, but that's a pretty big name. This guy was in that Black Asylum, Sp Spiders 3D, Dennis the Wild Bull. Strange things. And Jeremy owns him. Yeah. I mean, literally, none of these people. Bob Eggleton, Marianne Plumbridge. All they're doing is showing pictures. They're in nothing. Yeah, he's down there where, <laughs> God, how'd you like to be below Jeremy? <laughs> the Greg Woods Band. What's more embarrassing? You're uh. Tom Berenger. You've been in Platoon. <laughs> like, you're you've a been in Major League. In yeah. Platoon, yeah, in no. Major League. And you're on the same... Bill. Autograph billing is Jeremy Woodworth, or you're below Jeremy Woodworth. Which I is, mean, is is, is now, Ronnie Cox was in Deliverance, was nominated for Best Picture. I mean, he's getting, you know, this oh, no, guy. they have some people yeah. that at their height of their career, Tom Berenger was an A-lister. Oh, so. yeah, no, Tom Berenger is L.A. Law. Yeah, and, and and he was a big guy. He was big in Major League, too. Let's see what the Didn't movie. play had number one songs in a, a hit movie. So Tom Berenger. Kevin Dillon was an entourage not that long ago. It was a big show. True. I'm trying to get to Tom Berger's IMDb to see what there's going to be the some big chill. Oh, the big chill is a big one. Yeah. Born on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. He was in born on the 4th of July. I forgot yeah. that. Eddie Oscar Cruises. nominee. It says how the hell was Tom Berger for uh, for platoon? I believe he was. Oh, it must have been. Corbin Burton was on psych, which is a pretty good run. Not that long ago. And Jeremy Wood. Maybe you guys don't remember Jeremy Woodworth from. Hey, Tom Berger was also an in inception. Yes. Wow. Yeah, he was in some pretty big, big movies. I'm going to go early in his career. You'll find some. Is he our most famous guest, Jeremy Woodworth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Antoine Dotson is in the news. I saw that when I was on uh, with Kirk and Marianne. Is, is, he, he, is he gay again? <laughs> uh, he's not gay again. He did some celebrity boxing, but apparently his mother has um, cancer or something like that, and he was doing, no. and he needed money. So I remember that. Ouch. Did you watch any of the Emmys, Robbie? Yeah, I I flipped through them. Any uh, any thoughts? Any takeaways? No, I I I thought it was rather boring. <laughs> I enjoyed the uh, Biz Marquee, just a friend, a sing along in the beginning with Little Dicky and LL Cool J. That oh, was good. Little Dicky was in that, and I'm, I fast yeah. forward right. That <laughs> was entertaining. The substitute uh, Tom Berenger was also in. Yeah, he yeah. was the lead in that. Yeah, that's a that's a poor man's uh, the principal. You ever see the movie The Principal starring Jim Belushi? Mm, I remember that. Ah, yeah. oh, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I would watch. Not that Rushmore for sure. of Toms. Okay, Hanks, Cruz. Yeah, Tom. Oh, uh, Edison. Is that a Thomas? That's a Thomas. Okay, so we're going with Tom. You're forgetting a big one. Hold on, Tom. Selleck. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Salik is big. Yeah. But the first Tom year. Brady. Oh, Brady. Yeah. So so for sure, Hanks. Cruz and Brady. For sure, Cruz and Brady. Okay. So Tom. Tom. You know, Tom Seaver. Tom. Yeah. Wait, the, Tom it, DeLuise. No. There's no way Tom. I'm trying to think of uh, Tom. Okay. Holland. No. Hiddleston. Eh. Trying to think of the famous Toms. Here we go. 
famous Tom. I feel like there's got to be their big one. Oh, yeah, we're missing a huge one. Here we go. All right, how do you feel about, oh, none of these guys are are huge. Hardy. Yeah, I'm Hardy. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, Selleck is busy. You start getting da down below into the Toms, it's not. Are we saying that it's Selleck, Brady, Cruz? Bergeron. <laughs> I think Selleck beats. Yeah, well, is the Tom Arnold? Sizemore. No, who is that Tom? Uh, that is Tom Tom. No. Green? Tom Green, yes. Yeah, I don't see I don't see him making the list. Salik is big. Um, let's see here. Hey, Tom Kenny who's SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm going it's Tom Brady, Tom Tom oh. Jones. Is Tom Jones bigger than Tom Selleck? Tom Jones is gigantic, oh. right? Yeah, that's pretty hard to to pick one of those two cuz Tommy they... this is a Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, but you're not you just got to be a Tom, right? Yeah, we got to be sticklers. We're down in Thomases and Tommies now, so. Cuz you feel like it Cruz, Hanks and Brady are. Oh, Tom Waits. No. Well, Jesus. He he wrote um he wrote a song that the Eagles uh, covered. Oh, then he's bigger than uh, Tom. Cruise. No, I did. <laughs> what song is that, Robbie? Old 55. Okay. Old 55, excuse Tom me. Petty. Tom Petty. There yes. There we go. Okay. There what we go. Doing? Yes. I knew there was another one. We figured it All out. All right. That's it right there. Folks. So speaking of music, can I tell, can I, can I, can I ask you, I don't, you don't know where I'm going. I only sent the, I sent this All to right. Robbie. I heard a song. I want you to hear it. Okay. Okay. I want you, Robbie is going to have a little bit, he's going to know a little bit more than you because he gets to see the, um, the video for it. Um, but I want you to I hear. Think I know where you're going, and I want you. I want to know did what you, you tweet about this. I don't think I did. Oh, because you're not. This isn't the uh, song. The uh, Billy. Oh, the song. new Billy Eilish song. That song's excellent. I agree. So, but I want you to. I want to know what you think of it. All okay. Right. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But I. I, I want. I just want your honest thought. Uh, you're you're going to have never have heard it. Okay. Go ahead, Robbie. <laughs> to be with you, darling Always buzzing you on the phone I can't keep you out of my mind Yeah, I'd hate for you to be alone I got so You can go to the topic. What do you think? I fucking love it. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I mean, that's that's my vibe. Right. Yeah. I mean, like if it was Chris Stapleton, it would right. probably be like my favorite song that going right now. So, it, <laughs> But I do, I, I, I fucking love it's it. It's a song, it's a song you instantly like. Yes. You don't have to fucking figure out whether or not it's any good. Right. It is a song that as soon as you hear it, you're like, that song's fucking awesome. Yes. Okay. Robbie Robbie knows a little bit more than you're going to know because he's seen the video. Yeah, I, I I didn't really watch the video. I just know what it is because what it's do all you, the name. What and, do you think of uh, it? It's got a great bass line. It's got great melody. Of course, it's, and the, I love the guy's vocals. Everything about it's good. That's Erica's boyfriend. I, I thought it was. And that's an original. I thought it was because you played his stuff before and I didn't care for his voice. But I liked his. I heard a little bit of that same, but it. I liked his voice there. But this guy's that yeah. song is great, right? No, it's great. And I heard it, and I'm like, yeah. man. I and I also don't want to be a guy. It's like I'm deluded. And by the way, if you're listening, that's the Dan Healy band, and Healy is spelled H E E L Y, and that song's called Soul. Not to be confused with the Jeff Healy band. Now I don't know how many likes it had, but the last time I looked, how many likes does it have on YouTube? Oh, I'm probably not as many as it should. Probably like 50 or something. 12. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, am I, because, you know, you get close to things. And then right. you're like, wait a minute. Am I not able to be objective? But but I feel like, look, let me tell you something. I have friends who are comics, and I think, I go, well, that's not funny. Right? I can do that. Right. I even have friends who are musicians, and I'm like, well, you know, that this is the level which they are. I hear that song, I'm like, it's as good as anything I hear. Well, to get likes these days, you have to get a push from something. 
Well, maybe this is it. <laughs> well, yeah, this is it. <laughs> well, no, uh, we need to start a TikTok dance. <laughs> yeah, Tawanda's uh, learned the fancy like Applebee's TikTok. Dance. I know that one. Of course, how could you not? Yeah, I talked. Even a long, Joe probably knows that one. I talked a long time about that about about the Applebee's. You know, yeah, because they're that's it's, a smart song that he wrote. He got, made himself a lot of money. Well, I think about that yeah. because that that song, the first like. The entire course is about Applebee's. It's not yes, because like, he's idea, literally naming things on the menu. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the idea is we're fancy like Applebee's. Normally they name a lot of basically. You think the premise would be a bunch of white trash things. We're not really fancy. I get the joke, yes. right? But we're fancy like Applebee's. Going to Applebee's on a date. Yes. That's how fancy I am. But then he's like, we're going to get this food item. Then we're going to get a specific shake. Food we're going to put white cr- whipped cream on the specific. Like we're getting their cheeseburger. It's the name of the fucking steak. Right. And yeah. I'm like, huh. And then now they have an Applebee's commercial where they play the whole thing, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. This is really just a song about Applebee's. Well, <laughs> look, I don't know what he, when he wrote this, if he was thinking, thought this throughout, but, like, the TikTok dance started with him and his daughter. So now he's getting him and his daughter. That's always going to play well on, on Right. The and so they do a dance. Applebee's gets in because, obviously, the song has got Applebee's. It's about Applebee's. So he's got that commercial. I, I mean – from an artistic standpoint, like writing great music, I'm like, whatever. But from like just a genius marketing move, I got I to gotta tip my hat to him. Yeah, yes. And I'm trying to think if there's, because I remember, I mean, maybe. And his name's Walker Hayes, by the way. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yes. Maybe Billy Ray Cyrus had other songs. I only know the one, right? But he took that right. one song, he parlayed it Breaky, into Breaky Heart. the music career. Then he ended up. Being on TV, and then his daughter became a star, and From, then he got the huge song with Little Nas X. Right, right, right. He was From also one, he was also in a David Lynch film. He as was an actor. One, well, anyway, the point is that he wrote one song. That's essentially what he it did. It was right? a cultural phenomenon. Right, it was a cultural yeah. phenomenon. And I'm thinking, what's another one song, Robbie? They can't have had any other hits. Well, that Little Nas X song with him, I feel like he's yeah, got a whole you're career right. Now yeah, based on you're, that right. Song you're right. You're right. Okay. Then take then I'll just use him as an example. Maybe it's right. a bad example because then, forty years later or whatever, yeah. he had another hit. But I don't know about this Walker Hayes guy. I mean, I'm not a country fan, so I don't know how. Oh, you're right. He might be a big star. Yeah, he yeah. Probably, he might. But I feel he probably wasn't a crossover star. Now he's look. You get a TikTok thing, and he's probably it probably has that song probably has a hundred million streams or something. Well, and there's all there's a lot of country songs. Like I remember the song Elvira. Do you remember the song yeah, Elvira? Right. Because Robbie. He used to on was it Saturdays, Robbie? He get a notebook, and yeah, we've the, talked about this before. We have on the front of the notebook. It would say American Top Forty, and Robbie would write the top forty songs in a row <laughs> from forty to one. Yep. And I remember the year Robbie. Well, you can look it up. The year Robbie was doing that, Elvira it was a, was a hit. It was a top yeah, ten hit. Or, it was yeah. this is the early eighties when I did this. Yeah. yeah, that was a top ten hit. And I mean, I guess you can count like Kenny Rogers and stuff like that, but that, that's. Well, really I remember cool. the Gambler. I loving that song around that. Yeah, time. yeah, and he had a lot of pop songs, yeah. right? But but like if one song written by a country act that somehow crosses over, right? I mean, Kenny Rogers doesn't count because he had Lady, he had the Gambler, he had the Coward of the Ca- County, he had Islands in the Stream. Yeah, you know, we. He go was on. a major yeah. star. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That Gambler was such a big hit; they turned it into a movie. Uh, yeah, a shitty made-for-TV movie. Well, the nine to five, they turned into a movie, right? With Dolly, or was or I think the song was the written. movie came yeah. first. She wrote the oh, song specifically okay. for the movie. Gotcha. Yeah, you but, don't know where I saw nine to five uh, at the same movie theater you proposed to Katie Robinson. I saw it on a date. <laughs> My parents dropped me off, and um, her parents dropped her off, yeah. and uh, yeah, and we saw nine to five, and then You're like, at, yeah, pay women a, a fair wage. Oh no, I didn't like the movie because of that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. I believe. Dolly Parton and the other girls were being sexually harassed by right. Dabney Coleman. Am I right about that, Robbie? Yes, they were they? being mistreated and, and harassed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I worked an Olivia Rodrigo reference into the Christmas murder mystery. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah Robbie, know. did it land, Robbie, when you yes. read it? Okay, good. I was watching this One Republic um, documentary. I don't know if you know who they are, but Ryan Tedders, he writes like every song. He's like super prolific songwriter. Okay. Apologizes their big hit, but he wrote like Halo by Beyonce, and he's which is like the most streamed song of all time. Or okay, but he said, because talking about how hard it is to be a band of the 100 top streaming artists, only four percent four are bands. 
So it's all solo. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's people that, there's a TikTok dance, there's something involved in it, which is always usually just a solo artist. And you can't and do that with Grande. a band? Well, they just, they, bands don't, bands write music. <laughs> it, it's just yeah. a different, the Foo Fighters aren't writing TikTok songs. No, I hear, oh, I see. And so because they're not writing TikTok songs, it's, the, Streaming not, is younger. So younger. I gotcha. You know. I mean, I guess if we're calling like K-pop, the, is that the more? Band. Do you? And again, not that this is important to somebody who has this I'm not passing judgment, right? But is there more money to be made in a band like the Foo Fighters that has none of that, but they tour and they'll sell out every venue that they play, or is there more money in these guys who get consumed on the internet in the millions, and that's I think where there's more running. money in that? Well, I guarantee you, there's less work for. Uh, yeah, there's no road crew for <laughs> fucking uh, Walker Hayes and his daughter to hire a choreographer. Yeah, it's probably already on their team. They come up with this dance. Yeah, yeah they're also the dances are dumb. Right, <laughs> any choreographer that's worth anything could f come up with. Yeah, they film that shit. It's purposely shot in a non-expensive way because it wants to look like a TikTok dance. So it's not an expensive shoot. Yeah, they put that out there it, in one day's work, and that probably makes him. You know, $20 million. Yes. It seems easier than touring when, and putting on a three-hour concert. Yes, but there's definitely more profit in somebody who can make a, uh, make a splash like that and doesn't have to go out and tour. However, if you are a band that is as big as the Foo Fighters or you're the Rolling Stones or you're well, you Because you can tour for life. Or you're Kiss, you can spend the money on the tour and you're going to make a lot more money than you're going to make off of a TikTok song. But, yes, but in terms of profit margin, in everything. terms of profit margin, it's not probably maybe not that wide. Well, difference. let's. Would you rather? Yes. Would you rather invent something, put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, give basically your life to this cause, and then eventually it becomes Amazon, or would you rather buy one ticket and win five hundred million dollars? <laughs> I think I know my answer. Well, you also have to like. To get to the point where you build Amazon, there's a part of you that has to become that kind no, of No, no, you're right. You're, you have to right, right. I get that. But you guys they are, each have their pitfalls. But you guys are both stage performers, and it's not a fair comparison because if I'm the Eagles, for instance, and I've written 100 hits, right. and I can go out in front of a screaming crowd who's going to be so thrilled to see me, that's a bigger high. That's worth a lot more than money, in my opinion. To, yeah, so, but— but they also get money. True. But they also Plus, get paid. Again. Some of those fans not screaming are you because you're like, Deacon Fry, <laughs> boo! But Walker Hayes is also probably touring by playing this freaking fancy like song. He's probably he's getting both. Can right you imagine now. you go to see Walker Hayes in concert and, and he, he doesn't sing it, and Graham shows up trying to have sex with you because <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> there's the name of your episode, Rob. He spends all week at what's, Applebee's. What's the name the, of the episode? The other Walker Hayes. The other Walker Hayes. <laughs> I think Gramps and. Our Walker Hayes, his Walker Hayes, should do the fancy like dance. My for TikTok. father's not going to be able to figure out how to do I, that TikTok I dance. I think it, he can. Uh, okay, sure, you're on it. Get on it. <laughs> I don't. I don't see that. I know Katie's not going to teach. <laughs> no, for sure. I. I said Tawana might. I said it Tawana. I'm going to dinner with Joe and Graham. She goes, oh, I, oh yeah, I better see pictures joking like I'm doing something else. <laughs> right. And I go, yep, me and Joe and Gramps are going to be rolling with all the ladies. She goes, Gramps doesn't roll. No. He, he just doesn't. sits at home and does nothing. Hey, you're right. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true. Got it right. He no won't even hang out with this new guy from church. Oh, God. So Katie lost her phone. This is and, her cell phone, right? Her yeah. Most, her most prized possession. Well. After you. Katie and I both do the same thing. We have our wallet and our phone is one thing. Ooh. So you you can't you don't raisin. when I lose oh yeah I've done that before when I lose my phone I also lose all my credit cards and my ID okay that seems bad so that's actually what she's done and 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 she's going through a nightmare trying to be able to find this thing it's a long story but her iCloud's been locked and she oh. can't buy a new phone because she has to wait for it to be unlocked and oh now my she's God. all kinds of mess she got to take her SIM card out she got all kinds of things it's a mess but. What she was doing is she only went from our parking garage to her work. It's 0.7 miles, and she was in the car. So it's either in the parking garage or at her work. They're the only two places. It could be the only two places that she went. So she was trying to ping her phone from 
a computer that's in our apartment. She right. wanted me to stand in the parking garage and try to listen for it. And I didn't think about this till I was in the parking garage. But I'm standing in the parking garage. It's about 1130 at night. And I'm just standing there. And people are walking to their cars. And they see me, <laughs> 1130 at night, standing in the middle of the parking garage. <laughs> right? And I realized that they were, I, I was creeping people out. Yeah. Because the parking what garage. What else would they think? Yeah, well, a parking garage is usually, I'm sure, a place where a lot of horrible things happen to people, especially yes. women at that night. That scene has been in a thousand TV shows and movies. And here I am. And, of course, then I'm like, shit. And I didn't want to go in because I didn't, I mean, this is to find my wife's phone. I can't, right. just because they think I'm something else. I can't leave my station. Right. You're stuck. But remember, I don't know when the pinging starts. I'm not in the house where she's getting on the. So I, I really she can't text you and she can't text me to tell me it's over. Oh. So what do you think was an appropriate amount of time? I stood out there. I was really uncomfortable. You're so, you ready to just buy her a new phone. Dude, think about this. So I'm standing in the middle of the garage. And the people are driving out, and they just see a guy just standing in the road. So then I'm like, <laughs> "Your pants are off." Then I'm like, "This is too creepy. I look like a creeper." Let me. And then, but then I start getting in between cars and stuff, so I'm not just. Then I even look worse. Yes, I look like I'm ready to pounce. So you know what you should do, huh? You have your phone out with the flashlight on, as if you're looking for something that you've dropped. That would have been like smart. your wallet. Yeah, it's. I swear, I almost was like. I, I I was almost like, hey, I want you to know I'm not a I'm I'm a normal person. I'm looking for my wife's phone. Explaining it would make no. It worse. I couldn't do it. It wasn't man. an easy explanation. That reminds me, if you leave my apartment and you don't have the keys to let you back in, you can't get back in the place. Okay, it's it's a it's it's a nightmare. Yeah. So the other day, I had my dog, Oscar, and I forgot the keys. Mm -mm -mm. So I walk him, and after I'm done, there's a guy there. I go, sir, do you live here? And he goes, no. <laughs> then he walked in the parking garage. And then Katie heard me drop the keys down to me. I walked up I saw the guy in there. <laughs> I go, You're going to rob somebody with your, with your golden retriever with you? I go, seriously? You said I said, that? yes. I go, seriously? He goes, what? I go, you say, he goes, I don't live here. <laughs> I go, that's Robbie. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, I wanted to get my dog in. Table. I, I wanted to get my dog. What do you think? I brought a dog here <laughs> in order to try to get into this parking garage. The golden retreat. God, I was burglar. so pissed. <laughs> God. He's like, nope, got you on a technicality. Benigou? It wasn't ben Bendigo. <laughs> Bendigo, sorry. Yeah, it wasn't Bendigo. It was <laughs> some other. I don't know this guy. He said he didn't live there. Hey, um, there is that guy as we finish the show. He signed up for one of these sports betting things. I think they give you like 25 bucks to sign up. And he used this essentially free bet to make a 16-team parlay. Yeah, I was looking at that. He can win how much if the Lions if win the tonight? If the Detroit Lions wins tonight, he gets $725,000. Okay. If they lose, he gets zero. Okay. And he can't, because there's some places where you do a bet like that, you can swap it. You can somebody will buy it right. from you for like fifty thousand, hundred thousand. He can't do that because it was a free bet, so he's locked in. What would stop him from betting two hundred thousand dollars on the Green Bay Packers to win tonight? Probably having two hundred thousand dollars. Because I would. Yes. I, I think I would be able to. I guess you need enough time to get the money. You have to need it, and you have to go somewhere where they take those bets. But yeah, you have. I say that because five minutes into the game, the Lions are up seven nothing. Really? Yes. Oh, that's great. I'm rooting for the guy for sure, right? To win. Absolutely. It was not um, DeAndre Swift who you're playing. Against. By the way, that bet it's worth every bit of the payout for the for the advertising. Oh yeah, yeah. When they who who what's the what's the site? I think it was uh, DraftKings. Right, so they got a ton yeah. of money anyway. Oh, yeah, 100%. And now they say, look, look at what happened here. John Smith from Albuquerque. Well, if he just made himself known, some big fish in Vegas or something, we're like, dude, I'll put 600000 on the Packers, which pays $100,000. Um, 
I lose and you win, you know, we make a deal and he so guarantees $50,000. If you bet $600,000 on the Packers to win, you only win $100,000? Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Yep. That's just the, the money line. bet MGM. Uh, They're huge, too. That's the one that's with the uh, one. with um, J.B. Smoove, right? No, that's Caesars. Oh, Caesars. We should, you, should, you might want to know that. Yeah, true. Um... $726,959 off a $25 bet. It's not even a $25 bet. Yeah. It was free. It was a, it was a free <laughs> bet. There's no option to cash out with 15 of 16. So go Lions for that guy. Yeah. Or girl, who knows? Yeah, I don't. I I have no allegiance to the Green Bay Packers. No, you don't. Um. All right. I will be in... Uh, no, just go to robmer.com. Their show's coming up. All right. Later, guys. Later. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. <laughs>